When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. From Learfield IMG College, this is Plant the Flag, the official UMass Athletics podcast. Now, here is your host, the voice of UMass Athletics, Jay Burnham. Welcome inside the Mullen Center as we are about to visit with the newest head coach for Massachusetts Athletics, head coach Frank Martin. Coach, thanks for being here today. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm... I'm I'm giddy. I'm, I'm as excited as an 18-year-old going to college for the first time. So appreciate you uh, having me here right now. This must have been a pretty whirlwind-type experience. Give us a synopsis of what the last 48 hours have been like for you. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't sleep because of negative stress, and that's hard. And then other times you don't sleep because of your joy and your enthusiasm, your excitement for the next day, and that's what I've been going through. And uh, getting to know people, uh, getting around, most important part, getting to know the players. Because um, at the end of the day, that's the, the bloodline. That's, that's it. Things work or don't work based on your relationship with the players. And uh, uh, so uh, understanding them uh, and then uh, just meeting the folks that, that run our athletic department and, and the necessity to, uh, to, to all of us be inclusive in this journey to, to, to help our guys find success. What are the first steps that you do? when you're taking over a program obviously you say you meet with the players what do you tell them what are some of the things that that you relay to them 
Well, the, the, the first thing you got to do is decide what's most important. And with today's day and age with technology, you got to stay away from your phone. Because uh, if you spend all your energies on talking to the people on the phone, then you don't have the energy to speak with the people that you're actually going to be impacting, which are your players. Uh, it's all about the vision. It's all about the hope. Uh, players are no different. Same way, you know, Ryan Bamford gave me hope that we can win. It's my job now to give our players hope that we can win. And the effort, uh, the commitment uh, that we're going to have and, and the way we're going to pursue it every single day. Uh, I, 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 I've spent a lot of time with these players uh, over the last 48 hours, making them understand that we can't worry about yesterday and we can't spend any emotion trying to plan for tomorrow. We got to use all the energy we have to attack today. Uh, to make today the best day we've had. And when today's over and we're exhausted from it, rest and let's do it again tomorrow. And that's the whole vision. You've obviously had such a storied career and the last decade down in South Carolina. Explain to us kind of your Northeastern ties, your uh, Northeast area ties, and <laughs> how you've been able to use those relationships and maintain those relationships throughout the year. Well, it's uh, uh, in the summer of 2000, I was a high school coach in Miami, Florida, and a gentleman by the name of Rudy Keeling offered me a job and, uh, at Northeastern University. And, and uh, I took the job and uh, one of my dearest friends I grew up with had moved here as an attorney. He had moved to Boston um, a year earlier. And uh, so I came up and I, I, I knew some of the AAU guys because being a high school guy, I kind of knew you know from camps and all that stuff. Um, and uh, away we went. And little did I know that uh, while working at Northeastern, uh, and, and getting to know everybody in the New England area. Um, and it's fun because right? it's, uh, it's a special, you know, academics is a big part of what this university is about and what my life's been about. It's not just the ball. Uh, so being in an area of the country where everyone takes so much pride in their academic success, uh, I, it attracted me right away. But little did I know I was gonna meet my wife there. And little did I know that our daughter was gonna be born at Brigham and Women's. And little did I know that that was 2004. Little did I know that in 2022, uh, I'm gonna be back where my wife was an Atlantic 10 champion yeah. representing her school and now it's my school. And it's, uh, uh, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, coaching takes you places that you never thought of. Coaching gets you in front of people that you never thought you'd meet. And the greatest part about everything are the relationships you build with so many players. Uh, and and I, can't, I can't be more excited that I'm at the flagship campus and the, the, the University of Massachusetts. It's, a, it's an unbelievable honor. You mentioned your wife, Anya. Yep. She had an amazing career here as an athlete on campus. What did she say when you said, hey, I might have a chance <laughs> you to don't be want, head coach You don't want to know. University of Massachusetts? <laughs> you don't want to know. It's uh, my biggest concern uh, once I got deep into talks with, with, uh, with Ryan Bamford about the job. Uh, was my daughter, uh, who's born up here, and she's a junior in high school. And I was like, God, I'm going to have to uproot my daughter. And she's like an unbelievable, she's great in the world of academia. And uh, so that was my biggest concern. So I, I was really patient in trying to figure out how to engage her in a conversation. And I did. And she looked at me, she said, you know, Dad, I want to go to college up in the Northeast anyway, so I can do well academically wherever you take me to. I was like, wow, I got the hard one out of the way. So then I went to Hanya and I was like, hon, uh, I think I want to do this. 
and the look on her face, I was crushed. I was like, I thought she was going to be the easy one. But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, we, we spent 10 years living in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. And uh, she had developed uh, a support group. Our, our two youngest children are basically raised in Columbia, South Carolina. And she had developed a support group of people that have helped us with our children. And uh, we lived in the same home for 10 years. So she's got an affinity for our house. And, and it was hard for her to understand that it was time to move. But once we made the decision, and she, she blessed it, it's not like I had to force her. The next day, she showed up, she went to the store, and she bought nothing but a bunch of maroon and gray Adidas stuff. And, and I, 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 she's like, I just saw her a couple minutes ago because she just flew in. Her smile was water wall. And uh, she's ecstatic, and and uh, uh, she's got that thin blood now. Don't get me wrong. Now. She's been in the <laughs> it, South for 10 it years. It comes back. Don't worry. I've been in a similar situation. Plus, you're back in the land of Dunkin' Donuts, which, let's be, let's be real, that's where it's at. I, I, I see that sign that's right behind <laughs> the cameras over here, and I'm telling you, I, I can't wait to, to have a cup of Dunkin' every day. When you talk about now being at the head of this program, you know, why is the University of Massachusetts a good fit for you and, and vice versa? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a blue collar, roll up your sleeves kind of guy. And, and uh, uh, this is, Western Mass is a blue collar uh, community. It's, it's about getting out of bed and going to do your job through the winter time where, where, where it's hard. Uh, it's who I am. Uh, this, this school, I don't need to tell you about the incredible history this school had. Uh, and, 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 and people up here love basketball. There's a, there's, there's a, a love for basketball. And uh, this used to be one of the great home court environments in the country. Uh, I mean, you know, from the great coaches and great players to Final Fours to A-10 championships. And, and it's not broken. I told one of the players today, this program's not broken. It just needs a really good paint job right now. And it's time to roll up our sleeves, starts with me, and, and let's give it the best paint job we got so we can get this place to where it's rocking and rolling again and get our program to where we're competing for an A-10 championship every single day, every single year, and, and get our fans excited. Give them hope that I don't care who comes in this building and I don't care what building we go into, we're going to go win. And we're going to play a certain way and create an identity. You use the word community there. Mm -hmm. I know kind of in your history, it's not just been about the basketball, but it's been about getting involved in the communities that you've been a part of. I guess, why has that been important to you and how have you and your family been able to kind of integrate yourselves in the local community? Well, growing up, um, uh, we, we, we grew up, we grew up great family, but in a low socioeconomic community. And nothing was worse than when somebody that had a I don't know, a high level job, whatever you want to call it, would come through the community and not help us or give us their time. Not money, just give us their time. And, and that always bothered me as a kid. I always felt left out. And, uh, and as I've moved up through the coaching ranks and I've been so fortunate to, to be on the journey I've been on uh, for the last 22 years, um, it's important to me that, especially in, in, in communities like Amherst, that people understand that I want to be a member of this community. I don't want to be the basketball coach. I want to be a member of this, this part of the state and represent the state. And, and my wife's the same way. I don't want, I, when we go to church or our kids are in school or we're at the movie theater, 
I don't want people to look at my family as they're the wife and children of the basketball coach. I want them to be treated as members of this community. And in order to do that, it starts with me. I've got to give to the community. I've got to be available to whoever needs me in this community. Our players have to be made available to the community and they have to go out and represent us, not just when they play and when they're in class, but also on their free time when they go in and help empower uh, younger people that aspire to be them one day. And that's, that's the connection that I try to make. What's the reaction that you've seen from the fans since this announcement was made? And how have you responded? I've seen you on social media, maybe having a little bit of fun. I think you said at one point you were dormant on social media. Yeah. Well, welcome back. And yeah. Uh, yeah. certainly I think you've, you've been able to feel some of that response. What's that response been so far? Well, I, 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 I'm not a, even though I've re-engaged, I'm not a big fan of social media. Uh, but it's part of life in today's day and age. It's part of, uh, I don't want to say controlling the narrative, because that sounds like you're trying to fool people. Uh, but it's it's a way to be able to interact. And um, uh, so I've been off social media for a while. I, I, I put stuff on there for recruiting or whatever my staff would tell me to put on. But I, I wouldn't engage and uh, wouldn't read. Uh, but ever since that moment where I decided to take the job, it, it's the easiest way to connect with fans. It's yeah. the easiest way to, to get my voice and my vision and, and right away out there and my personality. And uh, uh, so I had to. It, it's it's part of the deal, and um, and it's a, I have to understand it because I got to educate our players and my children about it because it's not going away and it's part of their life. And the vibe I'm getting is off the charts. I mean, I could put a picture of my shoe on social media right now, <laughs> and our fans would just like attack it in, in a positive way and create attention for it. So, it's uh, I'm 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 over the top excited, and that might that's where my excitement's coming from is the vibe that I'm getting from our fan base. Uh, I, I wish our first game was tomorrow. I'm, we're going to sell this place out. We, we, we're going to put uh, rear ends in every seat in this building, and I'm going to bring the passion that I bring, and our fans are going to jump on that, and they're going to bring their passion, and, and our players are going to go out and play their rear ends off, and we're going to have the time of our life in here. Speaking of passion, yeah. and clearly it, it's coming through on audio, video, what we see in your daily life, when you read about what your former players say about you it's a long list of just glowing reviews what does that mean for you as a coach when you have guys that have gone on to wherever professionally or otherwise come out and say the amount of things they've said about you and who you are as a person and coach yeah I, I, it's it's flattering it's uh but it's real it's it's the um, there's a lot of opinions. It, it, we've, we've created in our business of coaching a cookie-cutter business where we expect all coaches to look the same, act the same, part their hair the same way. What hair? But, but you know, it's, it's the business that we've created, and it's unfortunate because we're all different. And when you go recruit, you don't recruit kids that fit other people. You recruit people that fit you. And, and, and they got to search for coaches that fit them. And, and that means that their relationship is real. That means that their experience is real. Uh, I'm a big believer. I, like the popular phrase in today's day and age is uh, he's a, a player's coach. That, that people think that players' coaches or coaches that like get along with their players while they're playing for you. That's not when it's real. The relationship is real when they're done with you. And when the former guys, pretty much by the masses, come back and thank you, uh, that's why uh, the opinion of people that don't know me 
doesn't mean it doesn't bother me. It doesn't mean that it means that I'm going to be who I am because I work for those players. It's my job as their coach is to help them fulfill their dreams. And sometimes we fall short of our dreams. And my job as a coach is when they have that moment, when their days as a player at UMass are over, is still be there for them and still be there to help them with that moment in their life and their journey to become a man. And, and, and that's, that's the way I approach it and that's what my relationship is with those guys. What are, when you're talking about players, and obviously you're going to have you know, some roster influx uh, and some needs as you build this thing here at Massachusetts, are there certain traits or things that you're looking for in guys that can play for you? Uh, I just want people to want to get better. If you got all the answers, I can't help you. And, and that's, you know, I, I, so I want to be around people that, that aspire to get better, to grow. Because uh, I come in every day and I give players everything I got, whether it's on the court or off the court. And I want players in exchange to come in and give me everything they got. And, and to get to that place, that means that we all have to improve. I got to get better from coaching. If, if, if my coaching is the same today as it was five years ago, it's a boring profession. It's not fun. That's not what education's about. Uh, I have to grow because players learn differently now than they did five years ago. So, so it makes me grow. And I want to be in that relationship where I'm constantly motivating players to get better. And same thing with a player that goes through a program. The reason I like players that grow, I can't coach a senior like I coach a freshman. If not, I'm wasting their time and my time. I've got to every year grow as a coach so I can continue to help a young man grow as he goes through his journey. But for me, there's guys that want to get better. I, guys that got the answers, let somebody else coach them. I, I, there's 354 schools. There's, there's more ways to do it than just what I believe in. I don't ask other people to coach and teach like I do. I'm going to do it the way I feel works for me and recruit players to fit that. How do you kind of mesh being in the SEC, you know, with, okay, now I'm in the Atlantic 10. You know, I think people look at it as if there's just different steps to the world of college basketball. Do you see it in that realm at all? Or how does the, the coaching and teaching that you were doing in the SEC kind of translate to, to the, this new conference you're going to be in? It's the same. I, when I go recruit, I'm not going to be less excited. I, I'm going to be the same excitement in recruiting as if I'm coaching one of the professional teams in the NBA. It's, uh, I can't go in and convince you to believe in my vision, my dream, and convince you to be a part of this incredible institution if I go up and I got less excitement because I'm at UMass and not in an SEC school. The excitement's the same. St. Peter's just played in the Elite Eight game. It, it, it's the days of this disparity that used to exist between Power Fives and, and whatever conferences. In, in our sport, those days are over because of the transfers. Everyone talks about the transfers right now. I think we're up to 1,800 transfers today. Um, it, last year, there was 1,400. The five years before that averaged 750 a year because of that nonstop transfers that we've had over the last five, six years. Uh, that gap that used to exist between 1 and 16 is a lot closer. And I'm talking about the 1 seed and the 16 seed. Yeah. It's a lot closer. And uh, um, uh, you've you got to be excited about who you are. You've got to be excited about where you're at. You can't worry about other people. You can't worry about uh, who's got talent. And you got to worry about you. You've got to worry about us and, and be excited about that every single day. And 
That's what we're going to do. The Atlantic 10 is an incredible basketball conference. How about the coaches in this league? You know, how about, you know, it's, it's, it's great atmospheres. That's why it's so important that we got hope that we're going to get this done and sell this place out. Because when we go on the road, we're going to play in some incredible atmospheres. So we have to create that atmosphere at home so we can create the courage to win at home because it's not acceptable to lose at home. And then that gives us the confidence to win on the road. And that's, that's where it all comes from. The coaching roster just got a little better with your arrival, Coach. Uh, certainly fans are really excited. And I just was curious if you have a message to Massachusetts fans, and there might be some that um, are waiting in the wings for, for an exciting team to, to get behind. What's your message to the Massachusetts fan base as we sit here today? It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a journey. It's, a, it's an incredible ride. Uh, but we're going to do this together. This is not a uh, basketball fans. This is a family ride. We're, we, I'm a family man. I'm about all of us in this together. When I drive home at night after a bad day, I want everybody to drive home mad if I'm mad. If I'm happy, I want everyone to be happy. And the day it's time to cry, I want us all to cry. It's, uh, it, it, the emotions of the ride is what, what unites us, what brings us together. And the one thing I'm going to tell you, is I... I uh, I don't care how hard it gets, the harder it gets, the taller we're going to stand. And uh, there's no retreat, there's no backstepping, we're going forward, and, and uh, we're going to have a whole lot of fun together because we're, we're going to be the... I, it's hard to control talent, it's hard to control skill, but we're going to be the hardest playing, most disciplined team that takes the court every single night. And that's, that's what I can control, and that's where I've, I've all, for 38 years, that's where I've always put my word on. And uh, if you go through my history, my teams are usually considered the hardest play, most disciplined teams. And, and uh, we're going to have an identity. We're going to be relentless as we chase the greatness that's in front of us. And, um, and that's, that's what we're going to be every day. And that's, that's what I'm going to demand of our team and our fans. Because we can't do it without our administration. We can't do it without the fans. This is a, a united mission. I've heard you use that word relentless a couple of times in recent history. You know, what, when you boil that down and you say relentless, what, what does that mean? Can it, you break that down? It's, it's life. It's, you know, some, some people, I use this analogy all the time, is, and I'm going to drag my wife, Anya, into it. Some people run the 100-yard dash. Some people run the 100-yard hurdles. you got to get over the hurdles or you make excuses and you just give in. Regardless of what's in front of you, you got to get over the hurdles and you got to get to the finish line. Uh, and to do those things, you got to be relentless because sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes you got to make a hard decision. But you got to be committed to what you're doing. And to be committed to what you're doing, you have to be relentless as you pursue your dream, your vision, what you want to be about. And, uh, and that, that's where that word comes from. It's my upbringing, it's that blue collar mentality I speak about all the time. Uh, you can't get out of bed and say, man, it's cold. I don't feel like working today. That doesn't work. You got to go do your job. And, and, and that's why I take pride in being. And that's, uh, that's why I'm excited because this community is about that. As we record this, you've only been here less than two days. So I think fans know that there'll be more information and news to come about who's going to be here with you in terms of a staff. And I just, I heard your interview the other night, um, about people reaching out to you and saying, Hey, look, uh, I want to be a part of whatever you're doing next. You don't have to give us any names or specifics of who's going to be here, but what does that build out look like for you in terms of um, bringing in people to, to help you kind of achieve what you're trying to achieve here? Yeah, the most, the most important group of people, on a, other than the athletes, 
on a, on a college basketball campus are the staff slash assistant coaches uh, because the, the job pulls me away a little bit sometimes. And when I'm away, the people behind have to have the attention of the players. They have to be, uh, they have to be about the united mission that we try to create. Uh, and there's no shortcuts. You know, I don't mean to be cliche-ish, but there's no shortcuts in success. Uh, success never ends. It, there's, it's not a destiny. It's a journey that, that's got no, no end point. And, and you're always chasing it. And, and in that journey, helping the players, because I was young once upon a time. You know what I didn't want to do when I was young? I didn't want to run sprints. I didn't want to go to class. I didn't want to lift weights. I didn't want to take a charge. They made me do it. And because they made me do it, I learned that's part of success. That's part of the journey, what you have to do every day. And, and I have to bring coaches that fit what I believe in, that fit what we're going to be about. Um, I'm, I'm a no-ego guy. I don't like, there's some people that are big ego people, and that includes assistant coaches. I, you know, I, I've been in this business 38, seriously, 38 years. I'm getting so old, it's sickening. But a uh, good thing I started young, so I'm still young, <laughs> even though I, I'm, I'm getting old. But um, we, we have to find people. I can't bring an assistant coach that's not going to embrace this community, this, this state, this part of the state, the same way that I'm excited about embracing, uh, because this is going to become home. And this is not a pit stop. This is not just a, you know, kind of bus stop on the way to some other place. This is home. And, and to make it home, we all, assistant coaches, me, players, we all have to be committed to the vision, the plan, the, 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 the structure that this university represents. And we got to be proud of it and go out there and show it. Well, Coach, we know you're busy, and we know you haven't probably slept in quite a while. Yeah. So we appreciate you taking the time. And on behalf of everyone here at Massachusetts, welcome home. Thank you. Great to be here.